0: Hello, dear listeners. Welcome back to All About Bab, Sacred. This is your one and only Fatima Zahra I wish everyone peace, love, and blessings. Happy to have you back and listening to my beautiful voice. So today, I just want to share a chapter four this is a chapter four of a tale a tale that is so dramatic so emotionally love entanglement and the name of this tale is the first wife so ladies and gents chapter four dear god save me give me your advice protect me Tell me what love is according to your doctrine. Dear God, in this world, love doesn't work like mathematics. It doesn't operate accordance with statistical or even supernatural formulae. Love like the weather is whismical. One day is cold, the next hot, and the other one after that. There is wind and rain. In matters of love, one day's solution is no use the next day. In my case, the advice of my friend, if no use at all. My urgent desire to transform this love lures me dangerously toward the path I have never trodden before. I am married woman. For the last 25 years mother of five children an experienced woman have been doing the rounds sounding out all the sundry on the best way to keep my husband my mother gave me a lecture full of lamination my age aunts repeat ancient litanies some of my friends tell me about potion Made from vegetables, others made from animal. Yet others tell me of spiritual activities with drums, candles, and prayers. Others even tell me of love therapies carried out in church, specializing in miracles. Others recommend consolations with university and psychologists who provide sessions devout to love. And yet others tell me. To submerge, my head is full of advisors, revelations, and secret, given me by women of all ages. My next-door neighbor insists on me talking to see her medicine man, but I prefer to enroll in courses won by accidentally famous love counselors who lives down in the hidden location. I'm going to have my first lesson today. I have a bath and get ready to go out. I try out a skirt, but it won't stay up and slipped to the floor. I go to the wardrobe and try on all my clothes, only to discover that I have grown thin. I won't be able to avoid the gossip who will say, I have lost weight because I'm jealous all because of a man who doesn't care for me at all. I walk over the mirror and open my heart. Tell me, mirror, am I by any chance ugly? Am I by any more sour than mandarin line? Why does my husband leave me here to go and seek other women? What have the other got that I haven't? The mirror answered immediately and smiled. Come on, answer, mirror. My mirror gave me a mischievous reply. Ha, my fat friend. No, don't you think I have slimmed down a bit? Yes, of course, you are thinner. Thank God I didn't need a special tear or diet. See how your husband is? The heartbreaks Because has work wondered and you grown slimmer Let's hope these heartbreaks eat away at you from another mouth You've been grateful than a phone star How good will it be if all fat women had husbands who broke their heart I'm the only laughing now this mirror is crazy. My life is crazy enough as it is, and I long calm this mirror to make me still crazier. Oh, mirror of mine, what do you think of me? Do you think I should start all over again? Of course, start over. But before that, Get a broom. Sweep away all the trash you have got in your heart. Sweep away the madness you have got in your mind. Sweep it all away. Everything. Free yourself. Only then, you will have the happiness you deserve. Tell me, Mira. Where did I go wrong? Will I one day be happy? With my husband? Surrounded by all these women? Think carefully, my friend. Are these other women to blame for the situation are men innocent I abandoned the mirror which is distracting me with useless thoughts today I'm going to do the first lesson I love that I have ever had in my life I arrive for my class at exactly the right time. My love council is waiting for me, seated on a large, round sofa. She greets me with a proud, self-assured, and sensuous tone of voice from a dizzy height of her home tron. Good, boring, welcome. Thank you for choosing this school. She's from the north. This love council is a muakwa. I don't laugh, but smile, return her greeting. Good morning, and thank you for accepting me as your student. She invites me to sit down opposite to her. We look at each other. She weighed each other. She, she's almost my age, tall, sturdy, fat even, fatter than I am. The flesh of her backside fills the sofa, spilling over like a hoard of treasure. She stretches her arm, out along the back of the sofa to give her armpit an airing, completely at ease with herself. And the no matter of love, she's up there on high. I envy her. She knows all about love. She must have experienced everything, tried all, and knows all there is to know. She can distinguish between a happy woman and a frustrated woman at the mere glance. She wears a huge golden yellow tunic on her head. She wears a turban that has placed there artistically like a queen crown. She wears gold a uh, lots of gold. She looks like the queen of Sheba. The books reveal all the queen of Sheba that' skinny and without curves a body in the European taste. but African queens are fat they are as well nourish with love as they are with food. We begin the class with few triviality. We talk about the weather, our children, Christmas, which is near. The woman has magnetic aura about her that I found attractive. She is a momentum to triumph over love. She must be one of those women who attract love and kill all the men who approach them with desire. And she talks like a singing. She moves like someone dancing. She breathes like someone satin. Dear God. Everything about her is love. I'm prettier than she is, but she has something alluring that I don't have. Then we began to focus on the serious question. She asked me about my problem. I look down and don't answer. It's humiliating to talk to a stranger about intimate things. It is as if I deliver I'm delivering myself to a priest in the confession box in order for him to absolve all of my sin as if I had none himself. This woman wants to console others and their pain as if she could counsel herself and her own pain. My friend, she convinced me, if love had a price, I guarantee that each of us will buy in a bulk. To use and to keep in our grand store and matter of love there is no shame rich people and poor people seek me out every day and the riches are those who seek me the most There is rich in terms of money but poor in love love doesn't have a price in spite of some of her words I don't answer, so we continue our small talk. We talk about tradition and culture, and she tells the story of a love from Mukwa. love and wooing, and her village rights. A passenger, how did you prepare for your marriage? I began my trousers when I was fifteen. I explain. I embroidered my dollies. I met coverlet, and tablecloth, and crocheted tablecloth with embroidery and flower stitches, chicken foot stitches, crosses, Yugoslavian stitches, chain stitches. I come to a cookery of knitting. I was raised in the country and was unacquainted an with all things like embroidery and sorcery. Tell me, how did you prepare yourself? on the eve of your marriage I had a class at church with the priest and nuns I lit a lot of candles and said a lot of prayers and what did your family teach you they talked to me about obedience and motherhood and what about sexual love no one told me about anything about that you are not a woman, she tells me, disappointingly. You are still a child. How can you be happy in a marriage if a life lived together is based on sex and love? And no one ever taught you anything about the subject I looked at her in surprise. Suddenly, I recall the famous association, no one is born a woman. You become one. Where was that? I heard that pronunciation. I respond. I went through the first rite of passages from adolescent to young adulthood. I went through the second rite between being betrothed and being married. During the rites of adolescence, they treated my skin with musulia paste. During the rites of my betrothal, they treated my skin with honey. Honey in your skin? Yes, pure honey. With other mixtures, it makes the skin smoother than the shell of an egg. They smoother my body with a few days before my marriage. We spent time comparing the cultural habits of the North and the South. We talk about taboos surrounding maceration that prevent a woman from taking part in public life through the country, from north to south. About taboos surrounding eggs which women cannot eat so that they don't have bald children. And so they won't behave like egg laying hens as they give birth. About the myth that turn young girls into domestic servant and turn men away from petals, the fire in the kitchen in order to not catch sexual disease such as sterility and impotence. About the table manners and the obliged women to serve their husband the best piece of meat while they make to do with the bone, feet, wings and neck. The myth that blame women for all the nature disaster. When it doesn't rain, it's their fault. When there's a flute, it's their fault. When there's a plague and illness, it's those who sat down on the petals and who absorbed the secret. Who ate an egg, gaze and some chicken. Who went into the field when they are having, period. Women and the South think those in the North are free and easy and deceitful. Northern women think those in the south are feeble and frigid. In some region of the north, the men say, My dear friend, to honour our friendship and strengthen our ties and kinship, sleep with my wife tonight. In the south, the men say, Woman in my cattle, my fortune, she must be led to pasture with a can in the north. Women are themselves like flowers and make themselves beautiful. Look after themselves. In the north, a woman is a source of light and should be the source of the world. In the north, women are light and can fly their harmonious voice, other sounds that are sweeter than gentle bird songs. And the south woman wears sad, gloomy clothes. Their expression is forever angry, tired, they South when they speak, and they were intimating crash of thunder. They tie a scarf around their head with neither skill nor beauty, as if they were securing a bundle of firewoods. They wear clothes because they can go around naked. They dress without taste, with no elegance, no skill. Their body is merely reproduction. When a man from the north sees a woman from the south, he gets crazy because she's beautiful, a minfiá oreira, polished. Because she knows how to love. She knows how to smile to please. When another woman sees a man from the South, she goes crazy because he's strong and he got money. Another woman also loves Southern women. Because he is senservile. A woman from the South loves another man because he is gentler, more sensitive, doesn't mistreat. Physically, A southern woman is a saver and doesn't spend money and buys just one new dress a year. The northern woman spends a lot of lace, clothes, gold, cream because she needs to be permanently beautiful. It is the story of a never-ending envy. The North admiring the South, the South admiring the North. It has a logical explanation. A popular saying claimed that one neighbor's wife is always better than my aunt's. Do you attend rites of initiation? The council asked. No, I explained. My father is an out and out Christian. And apart from the colonial regime, who was much stronger. And the South and the North. So, that means no one spoke to you about anything before you come to age? I attended school. I explain. I'm talking about the school of love and life. I never attended any of those. You are really a child then. You are not yet a woman. So what do you learn from those rituals that make you feel more womanly than we do? Many things. We learn about love, seduction, motherhood, society. We teach the basic philosophies of how to love together in harmony. How can you expect to have a happy home if you have been given the basic lesson in love and sex? Upon your initiation, you learn to get to know the treasure that lies within you. The purple flower that multiplies into innumerable petals, producing all the beneficial qualities that exist in the universe. The initiation roots enable you to live with a smile. You learn to acquaint yourself with anatomy and all the star that gratitude within you. You learn the rhythm of heartbeat inside you. People only have one heart. Women have two. Our main one and our secondary one. Sometimes she has three when she has a child and her womb. Are these rituals very really important? Without them, you are as light as the wind. You are the one who travels far without first traveling deep inside your own self. You can't get married for no one will accept you. And if he accepts you, he will abandon you. You will straight away. You can never attend a funeral, much less approach body, because you are immature. No, you can't present a, a birth. You can't make arrangement for a wedding. That's because you are impure, because you are nothing, only an eternal child. I'm left feeling a lot of ease, this woman saying I am not a woman. What is she know that I don't know? I conceal my imagination and speak. I tell her some tiny stories, his infidelity, his concubine, in all my lonely nights. The conversation makes me more and more angry, and I begin to talk about all these things that hurt me, and she may understand. After her, I always fulfill my role as a wife. I have washed his underpants, donned his socks, stitched the button back on his shirt when he leaves the house, all fine and dandy. Some other turn up and takes him away. All of him leaving me with just an underpants to wash. Why can't she take him away completely once for all? Don't blame the other woman for your failure. Just like you, eh? they were conquer and answered they bodily boldly cool. A man's desire, a God's desire, no one can deny them. I took a good look at this woman. She's mad. She's completely challenged. She's the hook, ready to fish upon the money from people like, who are they with And. I don't understand. The solution is to make him only have the eyes for you, not to look at others. How? How am I going to how am I supposed to deprive him of his insight? Why not? Love is all about sharing. We share a blanket on a cold day. We share warmth with a diamond in the hour of his pure why can we share a husband? We learn money, food, and clothes. Sometimes, we even give our life to save someone. Don't you think it's easier to learn a husband or a wife out than it is to sacrifice one life? Ladies and gents, I'm back again. <laughs> With all these amazing voices, I should I just tried out. This story is so, so amazing and I really recommend anyone who would love to read a drama that involves a uh, polygamist lifestyle of one single woman who deals with all this craziness due to her polygamist husband who have no respect and no care for her. Well, it teaches us a lot about the mind of a woman. So I do recommend, if you like drama and tales, this is for you. And this is not the end of the chapter. Till next time. Thank you for listening.